Listen, I, I woke up this morning, and as I usually do, I, you know, check the news feed, check out Twitter. Checking out Twitter, apparently, not a great idea in a moment like this, because I didn't know what was going on. Um, you know, I subscribed to a bunch of news alerts, so I had seen that there was a shooting at a mosque, um, like everybody else. And, you know, listen, we can say we're not all tied up in race and all this kind of stuff, but the, the fact of the matter, when you see a shooting like that at a mosque during these times... You know, somewhere in your mind, you really want to find out, obviously, motive, and uh, you want to see if there was a hate crime and if there was, you know, hate behind it. And in this case, I don't know what the motive is, but, you know, it's not always safe to jump to conclusions. But I will say, when someone shoots up a mosque and they are not Muslim, in a time like this, you're going to assume it was targeted in some way and and here's the other problem and you know this is a twitter thing so you know you're getting all the information and we knew that there was at least we were told that there were two two shooters and a lot of people depending on what side of the coin you're on politically and all that you a lot of people jump to the well there was a moroccan guy in there and and you know he was he yelled all these things in arab and and you know clearly the 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 refugees did it and first of all it didn't make any sense to begin with I mean, so it, at at the end of the day, it seemed kind of odd that a Muslim was shooting up a mosque. I mean, I mean th- that was the conclusion you could have at least jumped to. And now we're going to jump to the phones. Um, Felicia Perea from Global News Montreal. She's been in court all day, and, and she's uh, well. I mean, she's been covering this. So many different layers here. So many different. Uh, so many different angles we can take here. Uh, Felicia, welcome to the program. Did I do it right? We do have a new phone system, so I, I do have to get used to that. All right, we're working on it. We're getting Felicia on the air. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm literally, uh, Felicia? Yes. Oh, no. sorry about that. I, I We have a new phone system, and clearly, okay. clearly I missed the tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, I, obviously a long day, day yeah. for you. I, I mean, and, and again, you know, we live in this era where facts and information, they, they funnel so quickly and you got to kind of sift through what's what's right and what's not. This is when, you know, you kind of uh, you earn your money as a reporter, so to speak. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there have been reports all all day throughout the day from different media sources and different people on you know, social media reporting different uh, sort of what they call facts. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the SQ here in Quebec City have been uh, very secretive and very want to do this the right way, per se. So uh, facts have been coming in very slowly, uh, uh, that's for sure. And, and I, we're obviously, I mean, we're at a point now where we have someone in custody. Just um, obviously you, you saw Alexander Bissonnette in court, correct? Yes, I did. I, yeah. I, which, I mean, that has to be kind of surreal in a sense, too, when you're looking at someone who just committed, you know, one of the most horrible acts you, you can commit. Any just looking at his body language, I mean, any kind of anything you got from him? Definitely. Uh, very. He's 27 years old, but he looks very, very young. He mm-hmm. looks like he's 
uh, in his teens. Uh, and and what's what was weird is that, you know, he came out in a white jumper, but he did not make eye contact with anybody in the court. Any, not even the judge. He looked down at his feet the entire time. He uh, had a very somber, very serious uh, look on his face. Uh, but like I said, kept his face, uh, his head down, looked at his feet towards his feet the, the entire time uh, when he was in the courtroom. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people, and I guess, you know, like, like whenever something like this happens in your head, you're trying to connect the dots and, and come up with your own conclusions. Um, it's only normal. And, you know, when you see an act like this, you're automatically jumping to the conclusion of some kind of targeted hate crime. Um, do we have any motives, at least officially? Not officially. Uh, we spoke to the Crown um, after uh, the, the court appearance, and uh, he was not able to uh, officially uh, speak about any terrorism-related charges. And, and us, the media, were even asking him why was he only charged on first-degree murder and attempted murder and not on any terrorism-related charges, especially because of the Premier and, you know, the Prime Minister calling this a terrorist act. Right. Uh, but they say that they are going to wait uh, until they gather all the evidence um, in order to make any assumptions or call anything uh, terrorism officially. Yeah, at, you know, at the beginning of all this, we had two names, not only Alexander, but there was also Mohammed Al-Qadir. Mm-hmm. Um, how did this, you know, I know one was a suspect, one was a witness. How did that story get so kind of convoluted into thinking there was two two shooters? Yeah, so um, police had told uh, media last night that they had arrested two people. Uh, one man was arrested at the scene, uh, they said, and one was uh, had apparently called uh, them to surrender um, and uh, from his car around 9 p.m. So uh, there was two arrests made. And then uh, today, around noon, uh, the SQ sent out a tweet, two tweets actually clarifying that only one of those people arrested were considered a suspect, while the other one was considered a witness. So uh, again, those, those, that because of those two names uh, between media or you know people uh, on social media and, and the police, that kind of all got uh, a little messy. Yeah, it's kind of hard to ignore the timing as well with you know, the current president and the travel ban. Um, Again, we don't know motives, but there were reports that, um, you know, Alexander's uh, Facebook page, which has now been taken down, had some links to to Trump on it. Uh, Do do we know anything about his, you know, for lack of a better term, allegiances or leanings? Uh, No, like you said, uh, according to other media outlets, uh, his Facebook page, his likes, he had liked, uh, a few far right par- uh, uh, kind of people, you know, the far right party in France, um, Marine Le Pen, and uh, apparently uh, Donald Trump's page as well. So, uh, like you said, these are all very, uh, these are all media, uh, some media reports flying around. Uh, nothing is confirmed yet, and um, no motives are confirmed yet. Uh, we've only heard rumors at this point of uh, what what he was involved in or what he kind of where he leaned towards per se. Are you headed to any vigils? No. Uh, sorry, did I go to any? I, I just, I, I mean, they're, you know, they're being held. I know you had a long yes. day, a long yes. day at the office for you. So I'm not yes, sure if you're yes, going back yes. out to so do more I'm, work. I'm going, uh, I'm, oh, no, I, I, there's one at six, uh, scheduled for 630, mm-hmm. um, right next to the mosque. 
Um, uh, but I am actually heading, I'm actually around a, a one kilometer right now away, heading back from the courthouse. Yeah. Uh, but I hear there are really, there's a, a whole bunch going on in Montreal, uh, across Canada, and, and yeah, right here, uh, not far from where I am right now. Yeah, there's a bunch happening uh, here in Hamilton as well. So so what's what's next here? I mean, what what's next in this uh, process? Um, well, for, for as far as Alexandre Dissanet, uh, I don't. Uh, he's he's due to appear in court again on the 21st of February. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the crown uh, they they asked for that date. Uh, they say we'll give him enough time, them enough time uh, to uh, gather evidence. Um, so that's what's next uh, for him um, in terms of uh, you know every everything else. I mean, uh, uh, the the city of Quebec is uh, going to start to heal uh, together. I guess. All right, Felicia Perreo from uh, Global News Montreal. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, I think I hung up accordingly. Again, it's the, the new phones. Um, I can't even, I you know, listen, I'm, I'm in a comfy studio here. You know, Luke and I are just sitting here talking to a microphone. But I, I being in court and you know, after something like that went down and looking at the guy in the face and, you know, subdued and just kind of blank and cold. I bring up the Facebook thing. Now, again, this isn't, I don't have his Facebook page up in front of me, but, uh, you know, there were reports that before it got taken down that there was some, you know, he liked a bunch of alt-right, which is a terrible term, uh, pages and Trump pages. And it's funny because, I mean, it's not funny, but uh, here when, you know, one of our local mosques downtown was, you know, someone attempted to, to set it on fire, uh, because my creeping skills are so on point, I was able to find the guy's Facebook just out of, just on my my own. Must have been real hard to type his name in. Well, it was okay. Listen, <laughs> I'm an investigator. He, uh, I'm an investigative reporter. He, I, say, listen, it was the same thing. It was a lot of Trump stuff. Yeah, a lot of anti-Islam stuff. A lot of anti-Muslim stuff. You, I think all of us have that person on Facebook too. That's a little extreme, and you get kind of uncomfortable. And you always keep them in the back of your mind somewhere because it's like these are the people that you know might end up pulling something like this off. I mean, the thing about about that is though, when like there was an article where the the traditional you know talk to the friends and family of the person who did it and find out about the person, and they mm. were all like, "Oh, he was such a nice guy." And I saw mm. people saying, "Well, of course he was a nice guy. You're trying to you're trying to make him seem better than he actually was." But mm. if you think about those people that you're talking about, the crazy person on mm. your on your Facebook. In real life, they're just regular people. They're just regular people. Yeah, you right? don't expect like, something like that to you, happen. You don't know. You don't generally know a person or are friends with a person who you're like. I bet you, I could see him uh, shooting, committing an act of terrorism yeah, at absolutely. some point. Absolutely. So it's yeah, those people. You definitely do keep them in the back of your head, but you don't because ever you think they're going to do it. It's not even that. Oh, oh, just because they have you know a different political affiliation than you do doesn't mean they're crazy. And that's not even the point. It's like you can see anger. You could see a lot of anger. And again, we can, listen, we can go back, we can circle this as much as we want. Whether it was a Muslim, whether it was a Christian, whether it was a Mormon, a Buddhist, whatever the point is. If you have this in you, if you're capable of shooting up a church and a place of worship, you're going to, it's going to take one thing to set you off. You're going to gravitate to some kind of cause that's going to give you, you know, so that you'll justify your actions. If if you're Muslim, maybe you gravitate toward ISIS. I don't know. Maybe if you're a Christian, you gravitate toward whatever. It just, you, you find something. All it takes is that one thing to kind of set you off. But these people are capable of doing it regardless of affiliation. So I'm not even going to jump on this 
See, it was a white guy that did it. I, regardless, whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, these are people that are capable of doing what they did regardless of any kind of affiliation. They just, everyone needs a reason. Yeah, you said you said it's the anger. I mean, we're a news organization who has social media feeds and oh. talks a lot about uh, the news stories of the day, whether that be Trump-related or anything related. And so, of course, we see the anger. You know it. I know it because we monitor these they, feeds. They call like, in. They, they call they into are our very, shows. They're, there, there are times that people call in where you wonder if you should call the police and let them know that this person yeah. called in because they sound so angry like Absolutely. they're going to do something. And and that's that's what's scary to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you everybody has political opinions uh well, and some of them can seem extreme, but yeah. it's the you're you're hitting it right on the head. It's the anger. There's that's a scary. lot of anger there. And you know, I don't know what and I'm not going to give any excuses to them, of course, but again, th- there's something if you if you can pull this off mentally I mean, there is something going on there. I mean, this is beyond. And the fact that you're in court just kind of with your head down and just kind of taking it all in. And I mean, it's 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 scary. And remember at one point, you know, before Islam was, you know, the boogeyman before that was remember when there was, um, well, at Columbine, I mean, they blamed it on Marilyn Manson. Because yeah. the kids listened to Marilyn Manson, yeah, I mean, and they just, blamed it on video games. And it, it, there's all there's gonna these people are capable of what they're ca- they're capable of, and it just takes that one thing for them to gravitate. They want to be part of something. They want a yeah. cause. It justifies what they're about to do. And uh, I mean, you know, obviously this is unfortunate, but there there's there's is, if you want to really reach and grasp at, at positives, I mean, you talk about a country coming together. There's vigils everywhere, including across Hamilton. And uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Evelyn Myrie, who's honest, and I, I've told her this before, and I'm not just saying it because she's on the show. She, she is one of the more important people we have in this city. Evelyn, I mean, community strategist, freelance columnist, motivational speaker. She's been a part of every possible great cause you could think of. And she's going to join us next. She is at one of those vigils and uh, she'll call in live. So stay tuned. Uh, We just spoke to Global News Montreal reporter Felicia Perillo, who's uh, covered this all day. She was in court. We spoke to her. She told us that, I mean, mean, she looked at the uh, the suspect in the mosque shooting 27-year-old Alexandra Bissonnette. Uh, she said, listen, you know, you, you look at someone like that in the eyes and it's just, it's just blank. It's, it's hollow. And you wonder, you try and get into someone's head that's done something like that. And it's, it's difficult. The average person who is of mentally sane mind for the most part, it's, it's really tough to get a grasp on why. And so in terms of motives, we're still waiting on that, uh, as well, but support raining in from, all over the country, even in the states, and um, you know, locally, vigils are being held in uh, many different places. Evelyn Myrie is at uh, joins us now. Eve- Evelyn, which uh, vigil are you at? The one at City Hall in Hamilton. Okay, because I, I know there's. I mean, there's a bunch of them going on. Which I, I mean, it, it's great. It's unfortunate the circumstances, but uh, these do tend to bring people together in a rallying sense. You know what? I, I was I was thinking about this though. I mean, every time something a tragedy like this happens, and we say, you know, it, it's great that people are able to come together and rally, but then time passes and it we get back to this kind of you know the, the hate creeps back in and people seem to forget why they rallied in the first place or came together in the first place. Well, the people who are out uh, rallying are not the ones perpetrating hate. Right. The ones who are the rally is saying that we detest what has happened, we condemn it, and we want to stand with each of us as Canadians in unity to say 
uh, an attack on one is an attack on all. So the people out here are people who want to make a difference. They want to send a message of peace, unity, and love. And at the end of the day, organize themselves to drive change. Of course, it takes time, but it's very symbolic and very important that the Muslim community members in Hamilton know that we stand with them. So it's a very much of a spiritual connection that we need to be here holding each other's hand and that we're here having our brothers and our sisters' backs. So so it's, it's important that we do that, mm-hmm. especially in this time of mourning. You know, last time we spoke, which was a couple of weeks ago, it was during the the Women's March. And a lot of people were asking, well, why? What, what's the point? Like, what are you going to do? Why are you? What, nothing's happened yet. And it's I know that was the Women's March, but it was still, you know, the overall message was still similar. And it's about unity and, and you know, taking a stand. It's saying, you know, listen, we're not going to stand for these new policies that you're putting in. We're not going to be divided. And, I mean, here's an example. I mean, this is why we do it, because things like this creep in and certain politicians um, are likely going to have to take some responsibility for it. Well, I think, you know, it's as I said earlier in our previous um, interview about the uh, creating an environment where hate flourish, uh, you know, where hate flourishes, and that's where we do not want to be. So this is another way of sending a message and say we will stamp out hate to the best of our ability. We will work together. We will build a stronger, more resilient community, you know, all around um in humans history, human history, there's always been tragedies like this. While it um, it's very painful, you know, we we have to stand together and show that we will not we will not let fear drive us away and drive us apart. Yeah, just any comments on the uh, the travel ban from Trump? Well, <laughs> I, I obviously you do. I just want to give you the platform. Well, I just find it very disheartening, yeah, to say the least, and. Um, Clearly, the, he did say that there was going to be a ban on Muslims come to the States. He certainly has, da- has done it, and that's what it is. It's, it's against, uh, I understand, the American Constitution. I'm so pleased and warm, uh, heartwarming by the, by the lawyers who stood up and, um, and are challenging this. Uh, the people I saw at the airports all across America, lawyers were doing pro bono work. It was such, it, it sent, you know, shivers. Uh, in a good way, I had goosebumps. Like, yeah. wow, isn't this wonderful? There's still hope that there are people out there who are willing to stand up for justice. So, yeah, I am very um, disappointed. But you know, he did say he was going to right. uh, further divide the country through these kind of uh, actions, and he certainly is doing that. So, just you know, as Canadians. It, 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 I think it brings us together as well because Canadians will look, most, the majority of Canadians anyhow, will look at what's happened in the state and say, we do not want this kind of division in our country. It will make, force us to work um, better together and we'll look for opportunities mm-hmm. where we can connect as one. So... <sighs> out, it, of a, out, out of a tragedy. You yeah, know? I, it's it, don't you ever, I mean, you, you've been at this for a long time, just, uh, you know, I mean, all the different causes that usually revolve around inclusion. Do you ever, and, you know, thank goodness you're doing that, and, I, you know, I've said this so many times, that you're one of the more important people we have in this city taking the role that you do, and but at some point, do you ever just get exhausted and say, I, I've been at this for so long, and here we are back at the same spot again? 
It's exhausting, but you know, in this work, you remain an, an optimist. The day you become a pessimist, then it's time for you to quit. Mm-hmm. So, and there are so many young people I see who are taking up, um, you know, who are taking strong positions, are getting out there to get involved. So, you know, we are seeing some changes. It's not fast enough, and while we um, come together on one front and another end, there are challenges. But I'm very optimistic. Um, you have to remain optimistic in this kind of work or else might as well give up and, you know, get behind the barn, so to speak. Right. Um, so I'm very optimistic that we, we will survive and we will thrive. This is um, love always wins. It sounds very corny, but it's true. Mm-hmm. And right. I think Hamiltonians tonight coming out together. Over a thousand people in this cold weather out here standing up saying, no, we will not accept this kind of division we will be st- we will stand together in, in unity an attack on one is an attack on all and that's very reassuring that hamiltonians to see you know the violence of what's happening around the world and here in canada we're very we're very very hurt to remind us of the um you know the the Montreal massacre mm-hmm. again right mm-hmm. um yep. student um attacking uh, in people praying. My son-in-law is um, is Muslim, and my grandson, of course, is Muslim. And you know, even if they weren't, it didn't matter. But it just it really um, is close to home as well because I have family members who are Muslims um, yeah. who practice the religion of Islam. So it's very painful uh, to watch the attack on this community. Yeah, and it's, you know, and also used as a political tool as well because, you know, we talk about Trump, but, you know, I mean, Kelly Leach, who's, you know, one of the... Oh, hope- Kelly Leach is certainly... And it, the um, and Kevin O'Leary. Yeah. You know, it's very, very disheartening what their messages is, and I know that it sounds very Trump-like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the yeah. Canadians will reject them. Yeah. Reject them at the polls. I hope so. I, th- I, so. <laughs> I, I was con- I was confident in that in the U.S. and it didn't quite uh, come to fruition. But hopefully, this I know. Time, yeah. This is, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I I, know. If I took my, if I was a betting woman, I'd be poorer for it financially. Uh, so would I. I. You and I would be living <laughs> in a dumpster somewhere together. But uh, right. Evelyn, thanks so much for doing this. Um, again, you know, it seems like I only speak to you on on some not so great terms. Because the but but hey, listen, I'm I'm glad you joined us. Well, you'll be called me for Black History Month. That's coming up next uh, next next couple of days, so we can talk about some wonderful contributions of African Canadians to Hamilton. How's right. that? All right, that's great. Now I it, it, if I I said you had all those titles, now you're also a producer, which is great. <laughs> all right, thank you, Scott. We'll, right, we'll be in touch. Take care. Okay, bye bye. I think she almost called me Scott, but that was okay. Uh, Evelyn Myrie. Joining the Scott Radley show, although I'm not Scott Radley, I'm Anthony Urcioli. Um, yeah, it's listen. That's I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know that I'm a quitter per se, but uh, take some resilience to keep fighting the same battle over and over again. And I would like to point out, though, early on when it was two suspects named and the one had a Muslim sounding name, people were very quick on Twitter to jump on that saying, ah, see Trudeau's refugees at it again, even though again, they've never, you know, nothing's happened to begin with. Um, and then now of course those people are probably silent or they think it's fake news and it's a big conspiracy or false flag to, I saw that as well. So <laughs> I think it was on one of our pages, maybe 
from uh, someone. I, I believe it. Someone co- that it, it was a false flag to so that people could rally in favor of Muslims, some like political tool that Trudeau conjured up. I what I was most impressed with with the whole story with the second suspect is that he's come out since then and been like, nope, I don't hold anything against the police. I was running away. I understand why they grabbed me and and they yeah. treated me well and they released me just yeah. like they're supposed to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you see someone running. Yeah, certainly you can't blame anyone for (laughs) taking him in. No, like when when you hear the story, it's like, well, yeah, I understand why the the cops grabbed him. You can understand why he was running. And yeah, and you can can also understand why he was running. And they... They did what they were supposed to, and they let him go. And that's mm-hmm. that's how our justice system is supposed to work. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was even just kind of going back because, of course, you know, the, the oh, man, I, how long is, when was the inauguration? Like a week and a bit ago? Like, how? Yeah. it feels like he's been in power for years already. Like, so much has happened in a little over a week. And even when you go, so Sean Spicer, who's completely off his rocker, is Trump's, <laughs> the White House press secretary, he sp- he spoke today. Now, uh, honest, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I have no words. You can listen to it, but here's Spicer talking to you know he holds a big press conference and says, "Well, uh, you know, we stand with uh, Canada and and you know thoughts and prayers and all that." And uh, Luke, I think you got to switch me over here. It's all right. We're, our chemistry is not there yet. We we just we're, we're still we're still getting our. I want to start off by um, noting that the president got off the phone just a short time ago with Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau to discuss the vicious attack on a Quebec City mosque last night. The President offered his condolences as well as his thoughts and prayers to the victims and their family and to all Canadians. This is another senseless act of violence that cannot be tolerated. The President also pledged to support the Canadian Police and Intelligence Service in any way necessary. Prime Minister Trudeau was extremely appreciative and he was also cautious to draw conclusions on the motives at this stage of the investigation. I just want to point something out. Had, let's reverse things. A someone with a Muslim-sounding name walked into a church, opened fire. I wonder how cautious the president would be in in determining motives. I just I wonder. He was also cautious to draw conclusions on the motives at this stage of the investigation, and the president shared those thoughts. Canadian law enforcement officials are actively investigating this matter. We condemn this attack in the strongest possible terms. It's a terrible reminder of why we must remain vigilant and why the President is taking steps to be proactive rather than reactive when it comes to our nation's safety and security. So here he is taking this event and spinning it in a way that supports the travel ban. Now, try and figure that out. Just take a second and try and figure that out. This is an example as to why we have to... Make sure Muslims don't get into our country. That 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 make they're the that makes no sense, no sense at all. It's a terrible reminder of why we must remain vigilant, and why the president is taking steps to be proactive rather than reactive when it comes to our nation's safety and security. We are of course praying for those injured in the attack and are keeping in close contact with officials in Quebec and Canada. All right. Well, you keep praying and by the way and just 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 to you know because sean spicer i mean there's always something there's always uh, he was like accidentally tweeting out his password for like a couple days and like no one knew what he was doing i don't know what the password is for but he was like sending a random characters and then the, my favorite is the onion did a story on him and the title was it was five things to know about sean spicer <laughs> one of them was to provide the american public with robust and clearly articulated misinformation he retweeted it 
and said spot on. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, this, this is the press secretary. <laughs> like, this is the guy that, this is the one communicating with the press directly. Like, this is your, this is your look, your key to the White House. You know what it, it reminds me of? Do you watch the show Veep? No. So it's an HBO show yep. with Julia Louis-Dreyfus, yep. and uh, she starts as the vice president, but she, she becomes the president. Mm-hmm. And her press secretary is uh, the bumbling idiot. That's that's his character, and it's very funny, except that that's kind of like what Sean Spicer is. Yeah. It's, he, it's like that. It, it, watching him is like I'm watching the show again. It's it's terrifying because that's a comedy show. Well, and you know what the thing, this this whole, you know, a lot of Trump supporters, you know, have, you know, villainized the media thanks to Trump. He's, he's found a way to, you know, spin this whole thing as he usually does. And he's duped everyone into thinking the media is against him. But, you know, honestly, is just reporting what someone actually said, attacking someone or not being fair. In this case, you know, with Sean Spicer, if you're the media let's okay so i'm the media and i'm in washington and i really want to try and get a story but when i have a press secretary like this what am i supposed to do i I mean how can i even get and you can't even you can't trust what he says the alternative facts thing was the most ridiculous thing in the history of the universe and this by the way this is all in like the first 10 days of the presidency i I mean it's kind it it, yeah it's it's kind of scary (laughs) that's all i'm trying to say and then Kelly Leach, which, I mean, this was a huge mistake. She should have maybe just stayed quiet through this whole thing. Uh, but she tweeted, heartbreaking news out of Quebec City. My thoughts and prayers are with the victims. Twitter was not having it at all. I mean, the comments got pretty vicious. Um, and some were just really just made a lot of sense. Uh, some of them, you don't get to campaign on hatred and fear, then cry t- crocodile tears and mealy mouth thoughts and prayers. Uh, you want to show how heartbroken you are over this act of terrorism, withdraw from the CPC leadership race. You know, when someone, maybe I'm reading between the lines a little too much, but when I hear, we want to screen incoming people for Canadian values. And never say what Canadian values are. Yeah, and has no idea what she's talking about. AKA, you want to screen Muslims to make sure they have enough Christian values in them um, that, you know, they can assimilate and we don't have to be scared of things that we're unaware of. I mean, just like this ban, you know, the travel ban. Well, it's not a Muslim ban. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, sure, it's not a Muslim ban. Yeah, you're not banning anyone from Australia, coincidentally. And, by the way, Trump's son-in-law, who's a complete idiot, I mean, he got kicked off the team because he started the whole Pizzagate thing. Yep. Um, When this news came out of the travel ban, he, he sent out a tweet he hashtagged Muslim ban. I mean, when your son-in-law is going around saying Muslim ban, it just, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just, it's honestly like a, if this was a movie, it'd be hilarious. But it's not. It's <laughs> not a movie at all. It's very real. Yeah. And it's just, just beginning. Um, let's take a break because I got more stuff to play here from uh, from the SAG Awards. I, I find it so fun when people get bent out of shape when celebrities try to like get political and everyone gets upset. Like, who are they to have an opinion, says the guy on Facebook that has no authority over anything, but he gets to have an opinion. Uh, so we'll hear some of that. And, uh, yeah, we got lots more coming up. Stay tuned. Well, you know, Luke and I were chatting. Um, and if you're listening, you would have probably heard it. But, we, you know, the the people that carry out some of these attacks tend to be very angry people. And, you know, people emailing me right now are very angry because, well, there's a couple reasons. Um 
A, I'm biased. Here's the thing with bias, because I get this a lot, trust me. It's, um, how come, you know, you're an idiot, I get libtard a lot, you know, all those kinds of, you know. I, I love those phrases. Yeah, those are just, great. It's, it's a quick way to invalidate yeah. your argument. Yeah, and it's snowflake is the new one, which yeah. I don't even find offensive. Um, there's, you know, all these things. And then it's always like, um, you know, how you always bash Trump, you always, aka, I, I, I report what he says. And then it's always like, well, you know, both sides, how, where's the other side? Here, here's what people want. People want a bias. They just they aren't happy with the particular bias they're getting. They want a different kind of bias. And um, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I mean, it's a little coincidental that after a travel ban and, you know, after all this anti-Muslim rhetoric from the president-elect, who is no, not elect, the current president of the U.S., yeah. who's been in for like 10 days, that uh, th- this just happened. Reportedly from someone who was a staunch Trump supporter on social media. And uh, I forgot her name, but the Quebec uh, separatist uh, mm, Yeah, yeah, he that's, was a that, fan that, of hers too. That to me is, is, is the bigger one because, you know, it's always, it, it's an issue that you have someone who is that violently, not necessarily just Trump supporting, but the alt-right or the, 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 the so-called The neo-Nazi, alt-right. yeah. yeah. Uh, but what's, what should be more scary is that he was a staunch supporter of, of a Canadian politician who is trying to do things in Quebec and is actually getting some traction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's easy to run on fear. And I don't, I mean, these things, as horrible as this is, you never want it to happen. I, I, you hope that the only positive that comes out of this is you see this and say, this is, I mean, th- this is what's happening. It's, it's become okay to act this way and to believe. I have never heard more racist people in my life. That All of a sudden there's this like free reign. Now you can be openly racist because now you're just, you know, it's free speech and you don't have to be embarrassed. I liked it better when people were embarrassed to be racist. You should be embarrassed to be racist. People are proud now. I mean, they're so proud. And so, you know, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of those emails. Um, And people especially hate when Hollywood gets involved because who are they? The elitists, (laughs) which, you know, talk about complete dupes. You know, Trump duped everyone into thinking that he was this like guy that represented blue collar everyday Americans and workers. I mean, if anyone is an elitist in the world, it's Donald Trump. But now it's the celebrities that are like the, they can't relate to us. Well, yeah, yeah, Trump can't either. I mean, you know, let's keep that in mind. But of course, you know, the SAG Awards, which I didn't watch. I'm not an award show kind of guy. Especially not a minor award show kind of guy. Yeah, I didn't even know what was, I didn't even know it was on, to be honest with you. But uh, I mean, this is how it started. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Elaine. (coughs) Whether the Russians did or did not hack the voting of tonight's SAG Awards... I look out on the million or probably even a million and a half people in this room and I say this award is legitimate and I won. I'm the winner. The winner is me, landslide. I want you all to know that I am the daughter of an immigrant. Um, My father fled religious persecution in Nazi-occupied France and I'm an American patriot, and I love this country. And because I love this country, I am horrified by its blemishes. And this immigrant ban is a blemish, and it is un-American. So I say to you this. So it, it pretty much, it, I mean, the floodgates opened at that. I mean, if you start the show that way, I mean, there's no other way it could go. 
David Harbour, who I've seen him in a bunch of things, but he, he was in Stranger Things, and I mean, he was shot out of a cannon. And if you didn't see it, the only reason I even know the SAG Awards were on because I saw the the um, Winona, what's her name? Yeah, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Yeah, I saw the, the her with her crazy faces and stuff because <laughs> she was standing beside David Harbour, like, what's I mean, what's this guy going to do next? But I mean, he was on fire. On behalf of this fearless and talented cast, uh, we would like to thank. Oh, it's so heavy. Uh, we'd like to thank Netflix. Uh, Sean, Matt, Ross, and the amazing casting director, Carmen Cuba. Um, And I would just like to say that in light of all that's going on in the world today, it's difficult to celebrate the already celebrated Stranger Things. But this award from you, who take your craft seriously and earnestly believe, like me, that great acting can change the world, is a call to arms from our fellow craftsmen and women to go deeper and through our art to battle against fear, self-centeredness, and exclusivity of our predominantly narcissistic culture and through our craft to cultivate a more empathetic and understanding society society by revealing intimate truths that serve as a forceful reminder to folks I mean he had to have written that how do you remember all that how do you there had to, was there a teleprompter how do you remember any of that when they feel broken and afraid and tired they are not alone we are united in that we are all human beings and we are all together on this horrible, painful, joyous, exciting, and mysterious ride that is being alive. Now, as we act in the continuing narrative of Stranger Things, we 1983 Midwesters will repel bullies. We will shelter freaks and outcasts, those who have no home. <laughs> we will get past the lies. Wow. We will hunt monsters. And when we are at a loss amidst the hypocrisy and the casual violence of certain individuals and institutions, we will, as per Chief Jim Hopper, punch some people in the face when they seek to destroy the meat and the disenfranchised and the marginalized. And we will do it all with soul, with heart, wow. and with joy. Fired we up. Thank you for this responsibility. He needs, he needs, I mean... I, I, every sports coach in the world to just quit <laughs> and just replay this before every game. That's, that's the Herb Brooks uh, and th- that wasn't, speech. And I'm guessing that wasn't scripted. I mean, I don't I know. Think, I, it sounded scripted to me, to be honest with you. But, that, he, but that doesn't change how good it was. He still he saw to memorize it. Yeah, that's that. Takes, that's impressive. Yep. I still forgot the whole thing, and then I just yeah. heard it. But uh, no, everyone was fired up, and that gets people crazy when actors chime in and stick to acting. Well. I don't know. What do you are you like a truck driver? St- stick to truck driving. Why do you get to have an opinion? It's the um, as as someone who is is heavily involved in the sports side of Twitter. It's mm-hmm. the stick to sports. Yes, that's Sport, the big one. Sports writers get it all the time when they when they tweet about things they care about. Listen, it's if you're if you're a resident of the U.S. or Canada, because clearly, I mean, if you want to tell me again how how the u.s political system has nothing to do with canada tell me how there's no trickling up into canada from the u.s i think it's a pretty good example last night and uh you know listen if you live here this stuff affects you of course you can have a pit what is what a crazy thing to say you can't have an opinion on it that's like saying it's like saying it's like watching a movie and then critiquing the movie and saying well hey you you're not a. You don't make movies. You have no right to have an opinion on it. Of course you do. You can have an opinion on whatever you want. Who cares? Don't don't watch or listen or whatever you want. I, we we got a little something here. We'll see if we can identify. By we I mean me. 
the fake news. So what are you, you're going to give me three stories? Yeah. So and uh, only one of them is going to be real? Or yes, one's... one is going to be real. And there's a theme to them. Uh, they're okay. all crime stories, and it's severe overreactions on the part of the person who committed the crime. Okay, and we'll we'll see if you can we'll see if you can figure out. Which, all right. which if it was political, right. I would I think I would have been better at it. But okay, crime because crime could be anything. But all right, that's fine. Go so uh, I'm going to give you the headlines, right. and if you'd like more information, okay, I can give you. You can ask about. Okay, it. like if I need the, the definition, like a spelling bee. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. C- country of origin. Right. Uh, so the first one: woman stabs husband because he wouldn't. And I'm not going to finish the headline, but it's reciprocate in bed. Okay. So, all right. He, she, yeah, he, he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't give the favor back. Yes. She wanted him to do something and he would not do it. Right. So she stabbed him. Okay. And it hmm. was, uh, it was something that he I mean, probably should have done. That sounds reasonable, but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I, I don't, don't know that stabbing is reasonable. Well, listen, you got to reciprocate. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right, then. It's only fair. The, the second headline, man assaulted by roommate for taking too long in the bathroom. Hmm. Okay. So, uh. He hogged the bathroom. Yeah, and uh, assaulted like he just beat him up. Oh yeah, he beat he beat the uh, beat the crap. Out he of took him. too long in the. Okay. Yes, I guess um, he was on the toilet for a little. Where too long. was this? This one, I actually don't know where any of these were because okay. they don't actually say. They're just uh, right. much more generic than that. Okay. So you can't do country of origin. I lied about that at the start. Yes. Uh, and, <laughs> and then the the final story is woman shoots her roommate. For sending too many requests on Candy Crush. Oh, now that I, that's justifiable. You kind, you kind of understand that the one mentality I get. behind I get. that one, don't you? Yeah, okay. So, first one, a uh, woman stabs husband. Because he wouldn't reciprocate in bed. Yes. The second I one. Wanted to, I wanted to find a more fun way to say that. <laughs> it really is, is not. Well, I, mean, I headline, feel like we could have said headline, oral, though. The headline's pretty fun. Yeah. But I just... I know I can say all of the words individually. I don't think I can say it as a phrase. Okay. <laughs> Let's put it that all way. All right. I think we can say oral, though. I think that's okay. Yes, yes, but it's a, it's a little more specific than that. Oh. It's uh, more backdoor stuff. Oh. <laughs> so, hang on. Wh- who? Why didn't we get these people on the show? So, so he, I, I am assuming because she's in prison. Oh, well, that's fair. That's fair. So, she... Di- oh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> She did that to him first? No, it's just that she wanted him to do that. And he wouldn't. And he wouldn't. Wait a minute. Okay, okay. I see. Okay, you, you were you were on the right track with oral, but it was backdoor related. Wow. That's an interesting demand. Okay. <laughs> it is, right? Especially to stab somebody over. Yeah. Okay. That's um okay, that's fine. That one and then the other one was the roommate took too he long took in the bathroom. Too long on the toilet, yeah. And the third oh, sorry, one, I shouldn't. It, he could have been in the shower. I, fair I enough. Could be a long shower. Could be. Maybe he had to shave his head. Could be. Um, okay. And the third one is Was shooting a roommate shooting over Candy Crush. I think the fake one. Well, one of the fake ones. Oh, so two are fake. Two are fake. Oh. Okay. I think. I think the first one's a real one. Is that your final answer? Yes. It is not. Oh. Because we spent so much, you had so much information. I know. Well, it's a fun story, so I can make up a lot of fun facts about it. That's true. <laughs> but I'm it was one. so. This was the. Uh, I, I have a list here of of the top fake news uh, from this past year, and it was the. So that was actually a fake story that went yeah, out. Yeah, it was oh. the thirteenth most popular fake news story of the year. Now, I to try and make it a little more realistic, I left out the stabbed her husband to death. 
okay. part because I figured that would a too dramatic. Of, that would be a little too dramatic. Uh, yeah, that was that was a fake story. Shoot, so we really can't get them on the show. No, because it didn't happen. No. That's unfortunate. I mean, we could make that up too. I'm ho- I was hoping that'd be the real one. People okay. already call us fake news, so I mean, we might as well just steer yeah. into the skid, right? Yes. When they don't agree with us, they call us <laughs> fake news. That's the new thing. Okay, so the real ones, the Candy Crush one's real, eh? Nope. Which is the real one? The being the crap beaten out of them for taking too long in the bathroom. Oh, that's the real one. Yep. All right, I'm uh, from, f- from I'm a list of one. the most ridiculous crimes <laughs> of oh. of the year. I think it was of 2015. It but took too long in the bathroom. Yeah, it's from from the Telegraph uh, in the UK. See, you know what's funny? I the only that's the one I can't really like. I like I think the Candy Crush one makes a lot of sense. It's I, I agree, but I think the story. <laughs> This is this is from the Telegraph news story. The roommate who was angry shouted, "Get out! I want to use the bathroom!" through a locked door. And when the victim did not get out fast enough, he reacted angrily, according to police, forcing his way into the bathroom, punching him, and then throwing him through a glass mirror. Oh, that would have made it way more dramatic. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm all for one. Yep. How many other three? Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Oh, that's all I had. It was one a day. Oh, I thought you had like three separate ones. No. Oh, but you're good for the rest of the week? I'm good for the rest of the week. All right. That's good. Yeah, we got to keep this recurring, right? Got to well, keep the people wanting more. Yeah, well, I think they... Yeah, well... Okay. <laughs> well, it's all for, I'm all for one. I'm sure that the people at home figured it out. That's what Scott always I don't even think say. I... Under, I, don't, I don't understand <laughs> the rules, to be honest with you at first, but okay. Well, it was fairly easy. One of them was real. Yeah. And you I didn't pick real. it. All right. Um, but I really enjoyed coming up with fake facts to add to these You stories. did have a lot of fun. <laughs> that's absolutely true. Okay, let's uh, let's break. I'm gonna. Do you know what a minimalist is? Yes. All right, we're gonna talk about the next. I want to be a minimalist, but I don't know how to do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you how you can become a minimalist. You know, this is how the whole thing started. So, <laughs> I don't know how I stumbled upon this, but well, I was looking for like hacks on how to do more with less room, because like you know, I you know I. <laughs> So I'm moving. I have a pretty good space now, but I, this new place has air conditioning, which is Whoa. a that's a big deal. It's like all inclusive too. Like hydro's paid for. It includes a lot and air conditioning. Let me point that out again. That's important. Yes, it is. As someone who's looking for an apartment for later this year. That's you got to get that. All right. Well, I already signed the lease. Don't try and take it from me. Um, uh, let me talk with your landlord. Well, so I'm like, all right. I don't have a ton of room. I'm just gonna get rid of. Like, I don't need all this stuff anyway. So like, I had a big Hawken dresser. By the way. Selling anything on Kijiji in Hamilton is the most frustrating thing you could possibly do. This dresser is worth like, it's not even a year old. It's I paid like three something for it, but like I don't need it anymore. I put it on Kijiji for $40. Okay. Like, I mean, it's a steal. I got offered, someone offered me $12. Not even, not even fifteen. I, uh, I have a guy on Facebook who who sells stuff for people on Kijiji. That's kind of like a side business that he has. That's interesting. And uh, he posts uh, some of the best responses he gets to ads. It's on unbelievable. Facebook. And and the best, the ones I love the most are when he'll have like a two hundred dollar handbag, and somebody will be like. I just, I really don't have a lot of money right now. So can you give it to me for free? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable on there, and it's crazy, and like. I put it on there and I get like a t- flood of responses. I'm like, oh, perfect. I can get rid of this tonight. And it's nothing substantial I can actually use. I just got to the, into the habit of typing back LOL after every single <laughs> message. I'm like, this can't, these can't be real people. Uh, yeah. So no. So I'm trying to, so there's this like, it's super like corny, but it, it works. So there's a lady called Marie Kondo and she's like revered in Japan. She's an organizing consultant and she's made this like empire out of it. Like she does like she goes to people's homes. So like I looked through a book and I looked some of her YouTube. She has a special way of folding and decluttering. 
listen, I'm not into any of this like hokey like spiritual stuff. Feng shui. This was like this was life changing. <laughs> I, fa- I I don't use nothing's hanging in my closet anymore. First of all, you discard most of your stuff because you realize you don't need most of the clothes you have. And there's a special way to fold it so it fits. It actually stands. Like there's a special way of folding it so your clothes stand. And I bought these like tiny little like organizers from Walmart that it was like $25. And I I literally fit my entire wardrobe in this little thing. And it, it was a life-changing experience. I'm not going to say this is how you found out about this stuff, but I'm pretty sure The Simpsons like two weeks ago did an episode specifically on this where Marge... Oh. Puts the Simpsons family on minimalism through this. Okay, that's couldn't not couldn't even be this woman. So I'm just I'm not accusing no, you. No, it's of not picking that. an idea from the Simpsons. But you know who I actually heard it from? It was from Howard Stern on on his show. Oh well, there you go. That's yeah. so much better. Yes. Yeah, so so that's actually <laughs> cats out of the bag. There. There you go. I got it. I don't know if that's better than the Simpsons or uh, not. But anyways, you know. Hey. All right. So I knew. Yeah. So, but so the the whole like. It's it's I need to just start, you know, getting rid of stuff. You realize how much the best part of moving is just purging and like getting rid of all your junk. You sound like my fiance trying to get rid of all my stuff. Oh, we don't you don't need all of it. I like stuff. Though. See, the Marie Kondo gets a little weird like she talks to the clothes. <laughs> I didn't do that. I tried. The the dogs looked at me funny. <laughs> But you're supposed to like thank the clothes for like being there for you. And yeah, it's if you watch the YouTube video, once you get past that part, the folding is fascinating how she does it. But uh, I didn't. I, it helps I, them fold better. You know, it makes them more receptive. You got to appre- <laughs> you got to show them that you appreciate what they do for you. Was anyone else not surprised that HMV? I was more shocked that they're still open. I was crushed. Legitimately Wh- crushed. Who is going to HMV? Me. For what? So. What are you I, buying at HMV? DVDs. I no. am a guy who collects DVDs. So I like like the movies that I love. Okay. I love having them Let's on. Let's get DVD. your fiance on the phone. Yeah, she's kidding. she's in for she's in for something. <laughs> no, she know she knows. <laughs> she's very aware of the size of my DVD collection. It's like collecting vinyl. Well, no. It, so the the way I I look at it, the weird part is that I like how they look on the shelf. But the relatively normal part is that if somebody says i want to watch a movie i can be like bam take this one and Mm. hand them the dvd and and it's worked quite well um so hmv was one of the best places to get dvds for cheap i usually shop at used stores you want to know why they're cheap because apparently they were going out of business right which, and because no one's really I mean, buying DVDs. Listen, but. silver lining to this is they're going to have some great going out of business sales. So right. I am going to make uh, get some seriously good purchases, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm, I, I was how legitimately do you not, sad. If you're running HMV, how do you not do something with your business model? To, like you had to know you were going into business well, at I some mean, point. When they got taken over by a different company, they did a lot of, they switched to a lot of like pop culture stuff, like just having knickknacks and, and stuff like that. Why that, didn't they start a streaming service? I don't know. This I mean, is what I'm saying. But if I mean, Blockbuster had done that, Blockbuster would there would be no Netflix. No, Blockbuster did have a streaming service. They just came too to late. it too late. But well, well, and that's the issue with HMV too is they would have come to it too late. That's, uh, they wouldn't have been able to. No foresight. Need well, visionaries. Well, obviously, but I mean that's that's the case with pretty much everything, isn't it? No, the only thing that's really stood the test of time are is like chapters Indigo. They're like thriving. Yeah, people because, still want to buy books. So when people talk about like vinyl sounding better oh, and how how absurd that is right it's, it's because no it's it's, it's, it's not it's wrong, wrong. it's abs- <laughs> it's factually incorrect it's it, yes. like 
the one I've heard, it's, you know, super pretentious, but at least I somewhat get it, is the, this is how it was meant to sound. Uh, this is how it was originally meant to sound. A little and, crackle. Oh, I know. It's it, like, it, listen, not for me. But anyway. Yeah. With books, there is something to having a book and actually flipping the pages. It's it's a different experience than just reading on a well, tablet. Sometimes it's just more comfortable. Like it I, is. Some yeah. people can't look at screens, for example. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do have like a Kindle reader, but like I'm not set in like I'm good with either or. Um, but yeah, no, I still end. You know, chapters Indigo they deliver. Yeah, and it's free delivery, and it's because everything I do is Amazon. So I don't want to. Yep. I don't want to go anywhere. I just want it to come to me, and so you know. Their their online site also is and they they have points. There are sales always on everything, and they have points that, like that plum card thing. There was a, there was a book I wanted, and I was looking on Amazon uh, from the states. Not a not a terribly common one, and it was going to be like fifty bucks. And I was like, ah, I, just, I don't want to pay fifty dollars for the book. And I go on Indigo, and it was like seventy five percent off. Mm-hmm. Plus, I had a ten dollar off coupon. They figured and it out. I paid thirteen dollars for the for a hardcover book. I was man, yeah. this is great. That's listen. They were able to stay alive. Everyone probably assumed like five years ago that there'd be no more bookstores. 